0: you have a theme or any that you're going to be speaking on or is it
1: well i'm going to speak um, about the uh, leela as it pertains to krishna's adolescence from the perspective of sakya nice. Rasa.
0: and thank you so much for um giving us some preview of your book when maharaj was here a couple of weeks ago, we got to read every night little excerpts from your book, and that was just electrifying for all of us. So we're oh. super excited for that book to come out.
1: But uh, <laughs> it's It's it's. Uh, Lita Saki finished the the uh, proofreading on the first section. She's working on the second section, and that that, that should go quicker. Okay. Second, third section. So. It should be out this year soon, hopefully. Oh,
0: wonderful. Well, we're all really excited about that book.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, then let's start the questions. Um, Krishna Das, yes. you want to unmute yourself?
2: Uh, Dandavat, good morning, Guru Maharaj. Good morning. <laughs> so, uh, My question is kind of pertaining to some of the ways that the residents of Braj uh, speak about Krishna in the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. So from my understanding, their prema naturally, uh, you know, covers the recognition of Krishna's Aishwarya and his being God and, and such, but it seems that there's many instances where sometimes when they speak uh, like, for example, when Krishna was departing from Braj uh, in chapter 39 of the 10th Canto and the gopis used names like Mukunda or the consort of Sri or things like, or uh, Marusudan, another one, uh, to refer to Krishna, which seemed to kind of highlight his Aishwarya. So I was a bit confused uh, why they speak in such a way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, uh, well, um... I have a question for you. Do you do that on purpose? The way you black everything,
2: your your face out, and everything is that? Oh no, that's not on purpose at all. There's um, oh. the, the sun is right behind me. It it rises like right behind this window at this time of day. So I, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, so,
1: uh, yes, uh, the uh, inhabitants of Bruges they. Um, don't think of Krishna as God but as their own family member and so forth <clears throat> but <clears throat> he is God at the same time and there are things that are said about him um, in that regard that they're aware of that they've heard and so forth so they may mention them at times and more typically <clears throat> um, those types of addresses or um uh, instances in which they speak about him, for example, having uh, abused uh, uh, Ravana's sister, uh, having stolen having uh, uh, abused Bali Maharaj, you know, as they, as they finding fault in him in that way referring to previous incarnations, those uh, instances in which they speak like that tend to surface uh, when there is separation rather than union. Hmm? And um, it's not an example or an instance in which their prem, their madhuri, the sweetness and the intimacy of their love for Krishna is being overshadowed by his uh, divinity um, uh, and names that um, refer to him in terms of his A- Aishvarya. That's not uh, what's taking place. But again, they have heard these things about him and they may use them, those things, uh, tales those ways in which others have spoken about him and so forth to their advantage for their particular purpose at hand hmm? so it's there it's in the background and it, 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 it may surface but unlike other devotees for example in Mathura or Dwarka if he should show his Aishwarya as he did, let's say, in the Gita to Arjuna, then it overshadowed his, 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 his Sakya Rasa. That won't happen. So that information is out there, that's available. Sages say that about him. People say all kinds of things about him. Um, and uh, if they think it's to their advantage to address him as such uh, by saying, You know, you're so-and-so and and -and so-and-so according to somebody. uh, And therefore, you should stay here with us. And You know, uh, for example, um, I think that's the way in which to look at those instances. And again, I mean, he is the Godhead. um, And um, it's not entirely absent from their... uh, perspective, but it doesn't have an effect on their perspective, Mm -hmm. which overshadows it. Does that
2: help? Uh, Yes, that that makes a lot of sense. Thank you, Guru Maharaj.
1: Right. And it's mostly the the opinion of someone else that they're citing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Another question?
0: Yes, Sajjan?
3: Yes, Dandavats Maharaj. So I didn't plan it this way, but um, it, my, it's a two-part question, which is something along similar lines, is what Krishna Das just asked. Um, there's one verse in Srila uh, Rupa Goswami's Radhashtaka prayers, uh, perhaps around the center, where he, he says that Sri Radha is the mother of the cowherd boys. Do you, you probably recall that verse, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would. It feels as if that would not be applied to the prinar masakas, um, who are arranging directly for uh, uh, Govinda's meeting with Sri Radha, etc. So you want Is to comment so? on
2: that?
3: Yes, that's that's like kind of yeah. That's 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 one of my one of my two part question. Yes.
1: Right. Well, I think that um, the uh, devotees of Braj, Krishna's friends, you're talking about Krishna's uh, uh, intimate friends who are privy to his romantic life and so forth. Uh, They have um, a uh, relationship with Radha, which tends to be friendly, brotherly. and so forth, and um, Narmasakas in particular are uh, the, the ones that our, the lens of the Goswami's focuses on, are um, uh, either uh, friend, servants of Radha, Kingkar, servants of Radha, along with being friends of Krishna, or Directly servants in their own minds of one of Radha's friends, like Lalita, Bishaka, mm. um, and so on. That means to say that they have a relationship with Krishna as a friend, who's and and then they also have a relationship with one of the girlfriends of Krishna as a servitor. Subala mm. said to be an Mongol, for example, said to be servants of Radharani, mm. King Karas. Mm. So, um, still, even in servitude, the servitude of praj is is, is overwhelmingly um, tinged with sakya, Mm -hmm. so they're going to be also in a friendly relationship of sorts with Radha. But um, uh, you know, they have some regard for her, she's Krishna's beloved. Mm so she's very dear to Krishna in their minds and they're right about that <laughs> and so they, they have regard or just like we would have regard to anything that is dear to the one that we that we love um, as far as the statement itself goes I think it's just a broad uh, statement probably used to tell us that women uh, other than your your wife should be seen as a mother something like that um, okay so um uh She's the, she's she's the Durga of the Sarup Shakti. There's the Durga of the Maya wow. Shakti, right? Yeah, <laughs> mother of, of the world. So she's the mother <laughs> of the spiritual sky in a sense. Now, uh, there's another way in which it could be looked at. Let's say, let's take Subal for example. Sorry. Let's take Subal Saka for example, because oh, you asked about, yes. about the Narma Sakas. Um, And um, there is theologically room to uh, conjecture that uh, just as Radharani has expansions of herself as different gopis, Mm -hmm. in order to um, that rasa may be tasted more fully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Balasaka can be seen as a male expansion of Radharani because mm. the uh, of Ravana Swami, she's he's referred to as having a donned, Radharani is referred to as having donned the form of Subal. and then also when Subhal is pleased, she's pleased, talking about her internal um, mental and emotional self, both of which, mental and emotional self, and the physical self, if you will, have been identified in the extended sense with Subal, so she's his mother.
3: Yes, thank you. And <laughs> yeah. I, also- I
1: mean that's a little, little peculiar way of talking about it, I suppose, but an uh, 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 expansion of Radha in 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 male form.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, yes, and- I was not aware that Srila Raghunath Swami also wrote an Ashtakam to Sri Radha, so thank you for letting me know about that.
1: Yeah, well, it's 108 names of Radha.
3: Oh, very nice, very nice. Thank you for mentioning that. So the, the other part of my question was in relation to Krishna, in the same way that there's this beautiful verse, very famous verse, you are all in all to me, you are my mother, you are my father, you are my best friend and well, uh, relative and etc. Like that, uh, addressing Krishna also in a kind of a parental way uh, or a character. Caregiver, or an overseer of one's well-being, um, in the same way as was implied in the verse to Sri Radha by Srila Rupa Goswami. Um, yes, yeah, so so I was wondering. I think that,
1: just to... that, yeah, I think that some verses pertain more to the sadhaka, Deha and some more to the Siddha uh, Deha, and the mm. Pursuance in the latter, particularly of a a particular bhava. Um, And so you will find uh, Acharya's uh, invoking or composing prayers on either side of that equation. So there are, for example, there are so many prayers of of the Goswamis praising Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as God, and, and so forth. So there are... The, uh, you yeah, know, I, like I once there was a fellow visiting here, and I was giving a lecture. And we talk, I was talking about the difference between Aishvarya and and, Madhurya and worship in reverence and in intimacy, and how we were pursuing the the latter. And then he asked, "Well, why are you always bowing down before the deities?" <laughs> and so, well, so I had to explain. This is we're we're worshiping them in our sadaka day in our practitioner's body. And and uh, so there are certain <laughs> way to do that, if you will, following the example of the Goswamis in their sadhaka Deas. And then, you know, that, that w- if we do that properly, that will give rise to an internal uh, swarup, um in, in which that uh, reverence will be trans- transcended. So So there are prayers on both sides. And I think that one that you cite is, is, is more something to be invoked um, in the sadhaka-deha. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And in pursuit of sharanagati, there can be prayers in the sadhaka-deha in pursuit of bhava, and those in pursuit of sharanagati, which which is this dramatic stage, if you will, on which the drama and the emotions the bhava of Krishna will be performed. You have to get that in place first, so. Okay?
3: yes very okay marsh thank you so much
1: okay another question
2: okay
0: um um, we have a question in the chat from govinda mohini can you follow i have a follow
3: yes sure
1: Well, the central, uh, you want to say it in Spanish? The, um, you ready? The central practice, um, that was. Um, exemplified by and taught by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is Nam uh, Nam Kirtan, and um, Nam San Kirtan does not um, only um, is not only expressed by going to the streets and uh, with drums and symbols and so forth, but um, also, with regard to japa, that uh, particularly the japa that in which the name is chanted out loud, you can find, for example, uh, reference to Haridas Thakur's chanting japa in Chaitanya Charitamrita, where it's referred to as sankirtan. So, um, um, because we don't. Have as much opportunity to take to the streets and chant. In some places, it may not be permitted, and and you have to gather other people, and uh, you know, they have different times of schedules in their day. The world is very different than it was in uh, West Bengal in the 15th, to 16th century. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but the practice of Sankirtan is nonetheless. Uh, uh, s- central, as I said, to was teaching. It's the way, it's the method to the madness that he uh, pursued and, and attained in ecstasy. And so um, I would say uh, that a I think what was a, what is a genuine practice or what is it? The practice should be centered on, on chanting hmm? and chanting japa. Hmm? Um, you could sit with cartels and or, or clap your hands and chant out loud to um, by yourself uh, before the deity or or um, anywhere that that's that's true. But but I think that um, that what we are, we are trying to do, if you will, is to capture the mind. Hmm or have the mind be captured by Krishna. Maybe it's better to put it like that. That's what this whole practice is about. Mm-hmm. Um, how you use your senses in relation to sense objects is gonna determine the, the thoughts that are on your mind, the extent to which your mind is, is controllable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not easy to capture the mind, Arjuna, compared it to trying to capture the wind. Krishna said, yeah, you know, you're right, it is hard. (laughs) He didn't say, no, no, it's easy. He said, but it is possible, he said, uh, by practice and detachment. Mm -hmm. So by weaning ourselves from things that are unfavorable to bhakti Mm -hmm. and practicing, that's that's kind of on a negative side, weaning ourselves from what's unfavorable and practicing the chanting, listening to the chanting, focusing on the chanting and thinking, if you're going to at all, that this is what this is all about. The, the, the whole, where I'm living is inside of the world of my mind. That's where, where I'm living. And I want, it's very small, it's very narrow. Uh, I expect other people to be comfortable within it, and I'm not comfortable inside of it. It's very unreasonable to think like that. So we should address that and, and and understand this is this is what we're doing in all of our engagement. We're trying to capture uh, uh the mind and get out of it <laughs> to get out of your uh, out of your head so to so to speak how to how to do that, how to control the mind. But when chanting, people always ask, well, you know, that uh, the mind follows the heart. So like I say, if you have many desires in the heart, the mind is going to be very reflecting on those, right? And the concerns that they bring up and so forth. So when we chant feelingly with the heart and petition as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did in the second verse of Shikshastakam, um, how Krishna's name is so powerful, but still I have no attraction. It's so sweet. It's so generous. It comes to us in any... Uh, such that we don't there are no rules for chanting it. You can chant anywhere, anytime, even in your sleep. Hmm. And, and 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 be benefited. Um so uh, but I have no attraction. Hmm. He said, Nananu Raga. Hmm. Because there are anarthas. And 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 so when we sit to chant, we see, you know, w- w- what comes on your mind, then you might think, why was I thinking about that? Why did I spend time. With my mental energy, in looking at that, investigating that, in reading that, in thinking about that, what did it do for me? And here it is. And now I'm chanting, and it's on my mind. Hmm? I wasted my time hmm? Hmm? So <laughs> so I think that that uh, should is how we should try to center, if you will, our practice. Um, Our ideal is to be to attain a meditative mind, if you will, controlled, a meditative mind saturated with uh, emotions. Mind is the seat of emotions, um, uh, saturated with emotions for Krishna. And the means to bring this about, that is, uh, as I said, uh, exemplified and taught by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was the chanting. Of Krishna Nam, Krishna Var to so he always uttering the syllables Krishna, Krishna. That, that was his. That, that was his method. Um, and we can talk about many things. We can learn many aspects of the philosophy, and so on and so forth. but It really comes down everything. This everything will come from chanting, offenselessly, purely chanting with the heart, and 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 the result being, if you will. The, the capturing of the mind and turning it into a meditative mind rather than, a, as the Buddhists say, like, the, the, I think they call it the monkey mind. I forget why they call it, but it's, it's going, I many. it's wild. Um, so, uh, to, to, um, and, 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 and that smaranam, then, is central to ragabhakti, but it can best be um, attained effectively you're chanting and it will be it will be energized by chanting. You have to chant to enter into a meditative mind, so that within the meditative mind, on the other side, you're doing kirtan. And so the leela of Krishna is full of kirtan arising out of meditative minds, meditative minds that were arrived at by virtue of kirtan. So there's one character in the leads to the meditative mind and one that rises out of it. Mm-hmm. Want to get to the, to the latter, but you have to go there through the former. So I I think uh, that, uh, you know, it's, if you said, if you be a, little, be a little thoughtful, time goes on, especially with a little age and so forth, but the, the whole thing gets simplified. Mm-hmm. This is what it's about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you came here for self-realization, for God-realization. Um, it's not a difficult process. It's very simple, actually, and um, many devotees are not very big learned scholars and so forth. And uh, I mean, we teach a lot of philosophy in our sangha and it's good. But but it, it's meant to foster practice, hmm. so that, the, that it doesn't just stay in your head between your ears. Because if it stays there too long, it would probably go out the one the other ear than it that you came in. Has to go down into the heart. I've often said, use your head to uh, soften your heart. Um, so I would say that that you you really have to like let your life start to get your life to orbit around this uh, uh, chanting of the holy name. And then when you sit, or if you if you walk and chant. As Papa did sometimes, that you look and see, how, you know, how, how much you're able to uh, focus, and, and the mind is, is, is not restless, and then what thoughts are on it, and, and you can see what you what you might have done in the day that was, you know, not uh, not helpful. Mm. So those are my thoughts on, on that. I think by that, if I'm not mistaken, I answered both of your questions. Hope that helps. Pranam um, prabhu ki jai, from Brighton,
0: devotees.
4: Pranam from all of us here. Can you hear us okay? Yeah.
1: Yes, it looks bright and bright, and it's the sun that actually shines over there.
4: Huh? <laughs> nice it. it is. So yeah, just a question about something I read uh, a few days ago, um, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, um, Adi Lila chapter 17, the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya in his youth. Um, so there was this part that I found very interesting. So it's from verses 13, 14, 15, and 16. So I'll just read the verses quickly. So one day, uh, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu exhibited to Lord Nityananda Prabhu a six-armed form bearing a conch-shell, disc, club, lotus flower, bow, and flute. Thereafter, the Lord showed him his four-armed form, standing in a three-curved posture. With two hands, he played upon a flute, and in the other two, he carried a conch-shell and disc. Finally, the Lord showed Nityananda Prabhu his two-armed form of Krishna, the son of Maharaj Nanda, simply playing on his flute, his bluish body dressed in yellow garments. Nityananda Prabhu then arranged to offer Vyasa Puja, or worship of the spiritual master, to Lord Sri Gaurasundar. But Lord Chaitanya carried the plough-like weapon called Mushala in the ecstasy of being Nityananda Prabhu. And then in the purport, Sridhar Prabhupada said that um, Nityananda Prabhu started to organise the Vyasa Puja um, and Sankirtan was going on. But when he tried to put a garland on the shoulder of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he saw himself in Lord Caitanya. So I thought it was really fascinating but I wondered if you could explain some meaning because I'm not sure what it means why Lord Caitanya showed Nityananda Prabhu these th- in these three different ways like why did he show him like the six-armed form with the um and and then the four-armed form and then as Krishna and then yeah and then I thought it was amazing how Nityananda Prabhu then wanted to offer the Vyasa puja but then when he tried to put the gun, he, he, saw, he saw himself. So I guess what I'm asking is really, is there something you could explain more about how or why he showed Nityananda Prabhu in those three ways?
1: Well, I think you have to um, appreciate that um, in the leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Leela is that, that the Siddhas, in this case, uh, the god himself, um, but along with his devotees, siddhas, are in a lila of being sadhakas hmm. So they're playing the role of sadhakas and, and of course they play the role very well. And so they lose sight by the influence of yoga, maya, of their own divinity, of their own perfection um, and so forth. But then sometimes that will come to the fore. Hmm. Just like sometimes the devotees would think when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu joined them in Sankirtan and began to manifest himself as a Vaishnava, which previously he didn't do and he was, um, um, although loved by, by many, criticized by the Vaishnavas for wasting his time, his punditry and, and so forth. So when he became a Vaishnava, as he predicted that he would they were overwhelmed by that and then he was so extraordinary and so filled with with praying and and giving as it would appear love of Krishna which is the prerogative of Krishna not of any avatar of Krishna um, that prema madhurya this is a quality of uh, Krishna, vila madhurya prema madhurya not of any other avatar so if he's giving this prema madhurya well he must it must be Krishna, they thought. Um, so they would have flashes like that, and um, and uh, and sometimes, and they would see who they are, because they would think, well, if he's Krishna, who who, who where where is it where are his associates? Because Krishna's never alone. Then they would see, as I sometimes say, themselves as such. But then that that would that that, that the son of that it would, it would be, will be covered by the clouds of of Maya. Um, and allow them to continue, you know, in the their lilas, which caused them to compose prayers as if they had no love of God and they were pursuing it, and and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So the same holds true with Nitinanda Prabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now, the occasion that you that you refer to is is the uh, occasion in which Nitinanda Prabhu came to Vrindavan, or Excuse me, to Navadweep and Mahaprabhu located him and brought all the devotees to see him and so forth. And uh, he was sitting on the porch of uh, Nandamachari, I believe. And uh, Mahabhul came, of course, it's described differently, slightly, in Chaitanya Bhagavad, but he put Nandamavu on his lap and the devotees had a vision. What's going on here? Here is Vishnu holding, looks like Vishnu holding Ananta Sesh in his lap. Where typically, an adasage holds Vishnu in his lap, and so they would get a a a, a epiphany like this, and, and then it would you know dissipate, and so forth. Um, so after that um, meeting, shortly thereafter, um, maybe the next day it was it was the Guru Purnima, which comes in July, and it was a, conducted at Chiva house. Mm-hmm. And um, um, it's described a little bit differently there in Chaitanya Charitamrita We in Chaitanya Bhagwat, but uh, um, in Chaitanya Bhagwat, I think that uh, he, he, instead of giving the garland to Vyas, he wanted to give it to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Well, the same thing, he wanted to put it on the shoulder of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Anyway, in the context of this, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is showing it in a I, I, I'm Swami Bhagawan. Uh, yeah, you're Balaram, I'm Swami Bhagawan. We were Krishna Bhams, who we are. See my six-arm form. That Aishvarya. see my two-arm form. Mm-hmm. See, see or four-arm form, see my two-arm form. Um, and so it's a display of Aishvarya on the part of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Tunit and in the midst of his own, like Yogamai, if you will, seeing Krishna, and confirming who they are in the previous life, in other incarnations, and so on and so forth. I believe in Chaitanya Bhagavad, he shows the six-armed form, and, um, to, and it's, a, it's a form of Krishna,
3: Krishna. Um, uh, himself, well, himself with two
1: arms uh, and Krishna, Krishna, and Krishna, six arms. So holding the danda, well, he it, it wasn't a sannyasi yet, but later he showed Sarva holding the staff and the danda and two arms, and two arms holding the bow and the arrow of Ramchandra, and two arms holding the hands holding the flute of Krishna. But in the in the occasion in which he showed six-armed form too, uh, Balaram, uh, two of the arms, anyway, represented in their Shringa rather than rather than Ramchandra, um, who is the protector of the uh, of the devotees, right, mm-hmm. and um, who is the is also related to. Um, Mahasankarshan is the expansion of um, Prabhu. I mentioned the other day in a class that uh, um, I think the Mahasankarshan has a has a a stick with a, with a lion's head on it for, that he carries. So the, the, the anyway, throughout the Puranas, you if you study them carefully, you'll see this relationship between Sankarshan and Madhurigadev. So, Mahaprabhu you know, brought that out. Mm-hmm. And you're Mahasankarshan. You're, you, know, you are, you know, uh, Mul Maha Sankarshan. Mahasankarshan means in Bhagwanda. Mul Sankarshan means expansion in for pastimes in Dwarka and Mathura, and you are, my Bhai Bha Prakash, the only one, Bhai Bha Prakash, in 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 Braj. Mm-hmm another form of myself with different emotional content. There are other forms of myself with the same emotional content. Like when I expand myself into so many forms to stand between so many gopis, or when I expand myself into so many forms to take lunch with the coward boys and each one thinks they're sitting across for me all, only. Um, uh, but, but the expansion with different emotional content, this is Balaram. So he showed them, he showed this, this to, to just um, bring him out, so to speak, and, uh, of the, uh, the yoga mayas influence and the role that he's in in this leela. So sometimes, just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed Vishnu Priya when he was going to take sannyas and she was aware of it in and, and the night and brought it up and he said, you know, you have to understand, we, this, we, we are here together in another leela. Miss Leela, we're here to cry for all the conditioned souls and he showed himself. I'm I'm Narayan, you're, you're Lakshmi. Mm-hmm. And then close it. So he does that from time to time. It happens. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Does that help?
4: Yes, thank you very much. Okay.
1: Okay, uh,
0: Kanram.
2: Good morning, Guru Maharaj. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Good morning. So I was reading actually from Padmanabha Swami's book, and he's talking about um, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami writing in Chaitanya Charitamrita, and he's talking about this verse Namo Mahavidanyaaya, and Krishna Das Kaviraj ascribes this verse to Rupa Goswami, but actually it seems like it's it's his own verse. And then there was like a long list of of other verses that he'd done a similar thing with, and it seems like some amount of literary license. I was just wondering if you could tell us about that.
1: Well, sure. Chaitanya Charitamrita is uh, written by Krishna Skabiraj Goswami, and he says, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said this, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that. Obviously, he wasn't there. He didn't have a tape recorder, and so to understand it properly, really, Chaitanya Charitamrita is the retelling of the uh, well, the, the, the telling of the, the the narrative of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life, interwoven with the philosophy of Rupa Goswami, the theology of Rupa Goswami, so it's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as as experienced by Rupa Goswami. That that's what Chaitanya Charitamrita is through the pen of Krishna's kapiraj. So when you in that particular genre of of literature. Um, that Chaitanya Charitamrita is a type of literature where the author has a purpose in mind in the context of telling the story and therefore the story will be told with certain details and certain emphasis and so on and so forth to bring out that that purpose so he wanted his purpose was to bring out how Rupa Goswami saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so he'll say, uh, for example, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said this to Rupa Goswami, and it's a verse from Bhakti Rasamrita Sin, it's written by Rupa Goswami. Uh, uh you know, so um he yeah, he takes that obviously that type of license uh, you know, throughout. So it, it, we could say Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said this, but it may have been Rupa Goswami that said he might say Rupa Goswami said this, it may be his own his own verse, hmm? but it but if it's his own verse, it doesn't misrepresent how Rupa Goswami felt uh, in the case of this Namu Mahavada Naya Krishna Prema Padayate, Krishna Krishna Chaitanya Namni Gorakrishna Mahayi. Very nice verse, talks about the Nam, the Rupa, the Guna, and the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in its successive lines of the verse. And um, by way of in doing that, um, uh, he uh, demonstrates the uh, Krishna uh, Jidhanamabhu's identity with Krishna. So that's certainly how Rubha swami felt and uh, understood, and, and so forth. So yeah, he he, he he takes some some license there, a large, a big license in a way. Um, one time, um, I was speaking with a devotee. This uh, anecdote comes to mind, and um, he was telling me that 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 he was a Sanskritist, so he was translating and understanding the Bhagavatam itself. And I was just stressing that you know you should really you have to look at the verses. I wasn't appreciating his particular understanding. Said, you have to. If you're a Gaudiya Vaishnava, look at these verses through the lens of how they've been, you know, seen and understood from Sampradaya from the, the predecessor, charges. They, you know, that's they've they've um, looked at the text in a particular way, and that's Godi, what Gaudiya Vaishnavism is. Mm-hmm. Not that there's not room for uh, more thought and so forth, but but um, both things are there. And then he said, um, I think that because I was stressing, I think you should look at what Rupa Goswami said there about this verse. He said, well, I don't have to do that. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, the, the Bhagavad is everything. I said, you mean Krishna Das said You understand the point? <laughs> you mean Krishna Das say. Right, mm-hmm. so in one instance here, you you're, you're you're following Krishna's Kripa Raja. In another instance, you're saying there's no need to follow such persons; you could do it yourself. But but you weren't doing it yourself. So. so so yeah, we're the we're the you know we're the followers of of the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's who we are.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We're the followers. We're the we're the Anugas the sadna is is Ragnuva, the sadhya as as um says is is, is so hmm. we follow first follow the follow the Raghatmika to become the Raghatmika. that's what he says so um similarly uh would used to say sometimes the, the purports are more important than the verses. People say, Well, you know, I don't want to literally read the purport, I just want to read what the verse says. You know, what does the verse say? Well, he then he you tell me to read the purport, but the verse literally says this, and the purport is saying that. And I'd say, Well, the verse is causing the devotee who wrote the purport to feel like that, and those feelings are good. That's what that's what the verse is trying to do, get us feel in this way. Probably used to say his purports were his emotional ecstasy. So if he, if he gets the result, I guess he understood the verse better than you. You didn't get the result. You want to tell us what it means, literally, okay, fine. But you're not getting any feeling for, for the whole thing. You're not getting any bhava. So we we'll take the, the bhava understanding, even if it seems to contradict the literal grammat- grammatical understanding. And there are instances like that. Hmm. I found verses where we shouldn't check what uh, recently it's 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 no way that you could support grammatically his take on the verse hmm? so 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 the literalist or whatever the who's who's um, the linguist may object, but what he said was pretty was how he felt from the verse is quite quite charming and desirable so and that's what the verse is supposed to do get you to feel like that so. This is this is uh, how we approach the matter. A little bit of a tangent there, but thank you for the question. Good time for any more? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we have about fifteen minutes left. um Tree. We can't hear you.
1: Can't hear you. Can't see you.
0: It working can you hear me there okay yeah. here
1: I to you yes
0: okay no, no. um
4: so i have a friend that got himself a lakshmi Murti is that something that godias tend to do
1: uh-huh um uh, Typically, the Gaudi of Vaishnavas will worship Radharani, mm-hmm. who Lakshmi, from our vantage point, is an expansion of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's notable and underscored by the Godias that, according to the Puranas, Lakshmi, the chaste consort of Narayan, wanted to taste the intimacy that Krishna uh, and his milkmaidens, the gopis experience, for example, in the Rasa Lila, mm-hmm. And according to the Puranas, she went to Vrindavan and fasted and sat in penance and so forth. This is pretty much an extraordinary thing for a royal lady like this. Imagine how she's treated in Vaikuntha. So to take off her ornaments and uh, sit down in the forest, so forth. Um, and um, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was in South India, had a Lakshmi Narayan temple of the Sri Vaishnavas, he asked the head pujari who was hosting him that why is it that Lakshmi, who's a chaste wife of Narayan, Wants to have a relationship with Krishna. That doesn't sound very chaste. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Oh no, no, no! Don't think like that." The priest said, no, no, "Krishna or I, and Orion, they're one. No problem. I'm opposite. Very good." And he had another question. He said, "But then my other question is, why wasn't she successful?" And then he passed out. The priest said, oh, only, "Only only only someone who who's must be Krishna himself could ask that question." <laughs> And uh, so she wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. It's said in the lore that, uh, that Krishna bumped into her in the forest and said, what are you doing here, Lakshmi? She said, she stated her case. He said, well, you can't get into my rasa-lila like that, By this is not how to do it, by tapasya, austerities, and, and so forth. It's, and, and that's very difficult. It's a very simple process. She said, what's that? It's, it's very easy, he said. You have to first. You just give up your husband, and then, and Orion, and then you marry someone else in Brudge, and then you give him up, <laughs> and meet me. At, you know, at at, at, at the full uh, on the full moon. And she, of course, freaked out at the thought, you know, I think to give up my husband, I got to marry another guy, then I got to give up, him. that's just not my bhava. That's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so what Mahaprabhu was teaching to Venkata Bhatta at the Lakshmi Narayan temple, is that there's a way to enter there, mm-hmm. to attain that bhava. And that's what he's teaching. Mm-hmm. That is the way of, of, of Raghunuga Bhakti. And Lakshmi's already in another bhava. Mm-hmm. So that she couldn't change that. The, the, the whole story in the Bhagavatam is a story to emphasize this point. Hmm. Hmm. Lakshmi's Bhava is different than the gopis. Hmm. It is said, Lakshmi sahasrasat Samar In Braj, in Vrindavan. The Lakshmi, the manifestation of Lakshmi, which corresponds with with uh, Krishna, um, is different in quantity and quality both. Therefore, Lakshmi Sahasra, so the, there are thousands of Lakshmis. In Vaikuntha, there's one. In Vrindavan, Lakshmi Sahasra, there are thousands of gopis. And Lakshmi Sahasra, Sata, Sambrahma, Savior Mano, Savior Mano, Sambrahma, Savior. They have a very special type of seva. It's different in mood and feeling than Lakshmi. So, so typically, no, the Gaudiya is we worship Lakshmi, no doubt. We worship Lakshmi. But, but in light of all these uh, teachings, for example, that I've, I've just uh, spoken of, Now, someone might foolishly think, I've been broke for so long, let me get a deity of Lakshmi, I'll worship her, and then I'll have have some money in the bank or something like that. There have been gobliners of mine who have thought things like that and worshiped different deities for these different purposes, but the Bhagavatam tells us that this is, it says that... um, You should worship the Purusham Param. The, sutta, the Purusha means person, Param means Supreme, means Krishna. Hmm. What it, it, this verse comes in the Bhagavatam, leaving the second canon where it said, if you want this, you worship this God. If you want that, you worship that God. Uh, and so the answer is, but whatever you want. Whether you want a kama, nothing, sarva kama, or everything, hmm? or you want moksha kama, trying to cover all the ground, hmm? whatever you, you should, you should really just worship intensely in bhakti yoga, the supreme person. Hmm? Every, every after all, uh, uh, what more? Uh, chintamani Prakrta his his sadmusu, his abode is. Is Chintamani. It's made of thought stones. Hmm. Thought stones. And what can be done with the thoughts? So many things. (laughs) So attaining him, this is um, everything will be attained. Hmm. So we don't typically worship Lakshmi, and not exclusive from Narayan, and not, uh, but uh, other than or outside of this. Um, picture that I've painted, if you will, of our, our tattva. Now, I don't know that fellow, friend of yours, lady, or whatever, what they have in mind, but that's a Gaudiya perspective. Lakshmi Devi jai, Lakshmi Narayan jai. Okay, well, we have five minutes. Anything else?
0: We don't have any other questions, but um, anybody has something they wanna, that wouldn't be too lengthy.
1: Anything in the chat?
0: No, I've been following the chat, nothing's in there. I mean, I could ask a question, um, but I was thinking it would probably take a little longer than, I don't know, maybe it won't. just thinking about how sometimes you talk about um devotees being a little bit overly cautious or or neurotic about operad and you've said that it operad really there should it comes from malice in the heart um and i was kind of reflecting on <clears throat> pastime of um Shivananda Sane, who was kicked by Lord Nichananda, and Shivananda Sane's son was really upset and he went in a very disturbed mind, to Lord Chaitanya. And he, so we could say he was having probably some maybe even offensive thoughts towards Lord nichananda but Lord Chaitanya was very kind to him and kind of, you know, was compassionate because he was hurt. Um, It wasn't out of malice that he was feeling that, but he had been hurt. So I was wondering, it seems like a lot of times that devotees maybe have negative or thoughts towards other Vaishnavas because they're hurt rather than there's malice. Is that understandable?
1: Yeah, I think that's probably true, what you say. you know, in the case of Shivananda saying he was upset that his father was abused, of course, his father was dancing in ecstasy, thinking Nidananapu will kick me, Nitana-nabu will kick me, he cares about me. Um, like Prabhupada was very pleased to be chastised by Bhakti Siddhanta in public once. He thought he cares that much about me that in public he singled me out and chastised me. If he chastised me, if he praises me, well. Then he cares about me. If he's indifferent, then oh, then then uh, he, he thinks I'm a lost cause. <laughs> so we don't want that. So anyway, she on the same. Was very happy. but His son was very young, and he didn't, took exception to that. But he went right to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for an explanation. So um, he didn't commit an offense, um, and yeah, I mean, devotees may be hurt by other devotees the way they. Uh, deal with them and, uh, the world of this, uh, you know, it's it's difficult course to navigate uh, social, social life and so forth. Um, and, but um, you could be, your mind could be disturbed because of the way someone dealt with you, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're offensive, which is what you're, you're saying, and I would agree, agree with you there on that um it might be the other way around the devotee has developed with you in such a way as to disturb you maybe maybe that devotee made defense fence. Um, i would look at it more in that light mm-hmm. from that angle of vision so quick answer to a short question okay.
3: so i'm
1: I'm, best, I'm basically agreeing with you okay.
3: thank
0: you Thank you for all the really nice answers to the questions today. Okay. We'll, ha- we'll see you next week then, you'll be yeah. here.
1: See you then. Okay,
0: thank you so much. And devotee, stand just for a moment to give a couple of announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the Tavi classes, classes, um, there's one class next week on the Wednesday of the 29th, and that's going to be Bhakti Ras Dasi, Devi Dasi, will be giving a class. And the other announcement is just, again, um, Madhavan is collecting funds for a severance pay for Juan, a devotee who is, uh, we'll call him a devotee. He's actually um, a very wonderful person that has been helping with Madhuvan for 16 years, and he is now retiring. And so there, um, the devotees are collecting money to give him something as a severance pay. So if anybody wants to contribute, it's um, a PayPal um, address. daojigopal at madhuvan.net is the address. So that's D-A-U-J-I-G-O-P-A-L at Madhuvan, M-A-D-H-U-V-A-N dot net. So anything that anyone would, that can't be too small or too large, just whatever anybody feels inspired to contribute would be wonderful. So thank you all for your Very nice questions and your participation. And we'll see everybody back here next Sunday. Jai, Hare Krishna, Haribo.